Hello, welcome back. This is the second episode of my podcast, Charlie's Pregame Show. I'm doing my draft grades today. I know it's a little bit late, but let's do it. Okay, let's start with the Cardinals. The Cardinals, I will say, I will think that they have a B. I would grade them as a B. Zayvon Collins, he's an he's a good athlete, but I don't know how he fits into their scheme. Maybe he's the Hassan Reddick replacement. Who knows? Rondale Moore seemed a little bit unnecessary when you have DeAndre Hopkins. You just signed AJ Green and Christian Kirk. Uh, they didn't address they addressed corner, but it was in the fourth round. They got Marco Wilson in the fourth round, which I would have thought that they would have taken a corner in the second round. They didn't draft the tight end. They didn't draft a running back, which were also needs. They also drafted a defensive end in the sixth round, which was also somewhat of a need, but they didn't do that. Next, onto the Atlanta Falcons. I give them an A minus. Kyle Pitts, best tight end in the class, maybe the best player in the class. He could be. He could end up being the best tight end ever, but it's too too early to tell. Richie Grant was a good pick for them, but they could have drafted corner at this spot. They probably should have, but safety also helps. Taking Jalen Mayfield, it's to help protect Matt Ryan. You lost Alex Mack, even though he was the center, but Jalen Mayfield could help protect him if they're in a win-now mode. Then later on, they took a corner. They took another corner in the fifth round. They took, they took a receiver at the end of the draft. But overall, I would give them an A- minus because they addressed some of their needs and they got very good players. Next, the Ravens, I'd give them a B. Yes, they took Rashad Bateman first round, who's a very good receiver. Odafe always a good, he's a good pass rusher that you might need to coach up a little bit, but he could be very good. Took a guard in the third round. They took Tylen Wallace in the fourth round, who slipped to them. And now essentially they have three different receiver types on that team after also adding Rashad Bateman and with Hollywood Brown. But this draft, it seemed like the Ravens, it just, it didn't seem like a draft that was that great for the Ravens, even though it does help their team. Now the Bills, I would give the Bills a B minus. The first two rounds, it took Gregory Rousseau and then Boogie Basham. I don't understand why they took two defensive ends. Rousseau's a big project. Basham may be a little bit more ready to start over Rousseau, but he's also still a bit of a project. They didn't take a running back after they were still saying that they were interested in taking a running back. They did not draft on the whole draft. They didn't take uh, they didn't take offensive line until the third round, but Spencer Brown, he could be decent. He could be good. Who knows? And... They didn't take a corner until the sixth round, which they is somewhat need on the other side of Trey White or in the slot, but I would give them a B minus. Next, the Carolina Panthers, A plus. They nailed it. JC Horn, Patrick Sertan, people argue both. I think Sertan's better, but Horn's still a great pick here. Terrace Marshall in the second round, amazing. He slipped to them, amazing. Brady Christensen also slipped to them. They had to trade up for him just like they traded up to get Terrace Marshall. Still, great pick. Tommy Trumbull also in the third round. They traded up for him. Still, good pick. They need they filled a need. Chuba Hubbard, he he's a great running back, and he'll be he'll be the backup to Christian McCaffrey because if let's say McCaffrey gets hurt, Chuba Hubbard could come in and take that workload, kind of like Mike Davis did last year. Davion Nixon, I you I felt like in when before the draft a while ago I heard his name thrown around earlier, but he went to the fifth round. He seems like he could be a good pick for them, and he seems like he could help them up front alongside Derek Brown. 
The rest of their picks I'm not really getting into, but overall, A+. plus. Great draft for them. Bears. They traded up to get Justin Fields, but yes, they traded it. They traded the pick to my to my favorite team, the Giants, which I'm happy about. And we got a first round next year, but this is about the Bears right now. Bears, Justin Fields, QB's their biggest need, and drafting Justin Fields, if he does play up to what people expect him to, if he plays very well, Allen Robinson may stay, which is a huge, huge, huge success for the Bears organization if they have one of the best receivers in the game stay on that team because they actually draft a quarterback instead of having Andy Dalton or Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky run the offense. Tevin Jenkins in the second round, it seemed like he slipped a little bit, but it was a great pick. He, he could really help their O-line. The Bears O-line, nobody really talks about them, but they're not that good. The rest of their picks, I mean, Khalil Herbert in the sixth, Daz Newsom in the sixth. Daz Newsom could be a good third receiver if Anthony Miller's gone after next year. Khalil Herbert, good third string running back right now. Bears, A. Bengals, C+. Plus. Yes, Jamar Chase is a great receiver. He's a top three receiver in the draft. But the Bengals didn't need him. Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins could be enough, and Auden Tate could be your third receiver. And you could always end up drafting someone in the later rounds. But instead, they draft Jamar Chase instead of taking maybe one of the best tackle prospects one of the best tackle prospects of all time, Panay Sewell, at five, which they need to do to protect Joe Burrow to prevent him from getting hurt. Jackson Carmen in the second. I didn't really know who he was, to be honest, but it could be good for them. I'm not sure. He protected Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. Could be good. Joseph Osai, I thought he was going to go earlier, but he fell to them. I think that's a good pick. But, oh yeah, they in the sixth round, they also got Captain America, Chris Evans, running back, like third string, but yeah, I just think my it's the grade I give the Bengals goes down because Jamar Chase, although yes, he's great and you're giving him you're giving him time to develop with Joe Burrow now. I still think that they should have taken tackle. Now onto Cleveland, Cleveland. I give an A plus. Greg Newsome, great pick in the first round. He somewhat slipped to them. Great corner. I thought he was going to go to the Jets, but the Jets ended up trading up. Um, sack in the second round, Jeremiah Usu Koromoa steal. Yes, he dropped. He dropped due to heart issues, but if those don't if those don't end up bothering him in the NFL, stud. He's gonna be great. He's pretty much a smaller Isaiah Simmons. He's very good. Also in the sixth round, in the in the third round, they took Anthony Schwartz from Auburn. Good good receiver. You could. Because the Browns, in recent years, they've always taken a shot on like a later round receiver. Like they also took in the sixth round, they also took Demetric Felton, who also could be that kind of like what they did with Donovan People Jones last year. Yeah, but overall, A plus Browns. They took they got two picks and they stole. Great job, Cowboys. I'm gonna give the Cowboys a B plus. Yes, they they only, they drafted mainly defense until the fifth round when they took a receiver. And the fourth round where they took a tackle. But but they took Micah Parsons first round. He's a project. He's a freak athlete, but he needs to be coached up a little bit. They didn't really they didn't take safety in this draft, which was a little bit surprising. They did take a defensive tackle, but it seems like he's going to be used the same way as Neville Gallimore is. Which isn't necessarily the best thing, but it's not terrible. And... Taking a corner in the second round was good. Kelvin Joseph is a good corner, but 
he might he needs to fix a couple things and you know the Cowboys did trade back and that was a good thing but they need to improve their defense I give them a B plus I because although yes they're trying to improve their defense and it looks like they have made improvements it doesn't seem like it's going to be amazing year right into next year now onto the Broncos I give the Broncos a B plus although Sertan and Javante Williams are both great players they're both like amazing players it was just, it was weird. It was weird to see them go to the Broncos. Sertan, go to the Broncos. I don't understand it. They have Bryce Callahan. They got Kyle Fuller. And they also have Ronald Darby. Why would they take Sertan? Javante Williams, they traded up. Yes, Melvin Gordon replacement. But trading up for a running back just doesn't make sense for a team that has Melvin Gordon right now. Uh, in the third round, when they take in, when they took their guard, it was it was it when they took Quinn Miners. It was a good pick. He he's more unknown, but he could end up being very good. And one thing that kind of drags this grade down is they didn't take a quarterback. Yeah, Drew, Drew Lock and Teddy Bridgewater are not gonna do it unless they get Aaron Rodgers. Drew unless unless they do end up getting Aaron Rodgers. Now on to Detroit. I give the Lions an A, an A, not an A plus, an A. They had they had seven picks in the draft. They took Panay Sewell first round. They were they loved it. Great pick. Panay Sewell is a really good really good player to have on your team when you're in rebuild mode. Levi Muzurike seems like he may have dropped a teeny bit, but he's also really he's also a really good player and good value at the time. And Liam McNeil, another one, another player who kind of shows you that the Lions really are in, in rebuild. If if he had Melifanwu in the third round out of Syracuse, the corner, good pick. But again, there's still no receiver off the board, which what they need. They took a receiver in the fourth round in Amon Ross St. Brown, but it seems like it might have been a little bit too late unless he turns into something special. Um, that's why I give him an A because yes, they did draft great, but they are in rebuild mode and they didn't take they didn't take a receiver earlier or they didn't um, they passed up on some quarterbacks that. They could have possibly taken. Now onto the Packers. Packers are interesting. Aaron Rodgers, who knows what's happening with him, but he always last year he Jordan, they drafted Jordan Love and instead of drafting Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers would have preferred a wide receiver, which he didn't get. But Eric Stokes in the first round is a great pick. They the Packers like big corners, and this is a Kevin King replacement because Kevin King is not the answer. Second round, Josh Myers. I'm I'm surprised they took him over Creed Humphrey, but it could help. Amari Rodgers in the third round was a great pick for them, unless Aaron Rodgers is gone. If Aaron Rodgers is gone, who knows what Jordan Love can do? It's really hard to tell right now, but mm-hmm. I, I give the Packers a B for this. Now onto Houston. Houston Texas only had five picks in this draft, but I give him a D. Davis Mills, like if. Yes, it's kind of saying that Watson's not going to play if you draft him. It's kind of pointing to that, but just it just seems unnecessary because Tyrod Taylor could probably take a team, tank a team for a year. Nico Collins, good receiver. I don't know what he's going to do with maybe not the best quarterback play. Brevin Jordan, same thing. D. Indianapolis. An A. The reason I give an A is because Quiddy Pay did did go to them. 
I like Quiddy Pay, but he's not the best pass rusher. He's a good player. He's not the best pass rusher. They didn't take a tackle earlier to replace Anthony Costanzo, although they did just sign Eric Fisher, so that kind of makes up for it. Uh, Dae Odeyingbo out of Vanderbilt is a good defensive end, but they took defensive end back-to-back, which kind of breaks down the grade a little bit, and that's why I give him only an A. Now the Jaguars. I'll give the Jag- I give the Jaguars a B+. Trevor Lawrence, best player in the class, a lot of people say. Travis Etienne, a lot of people hate on this pick, but bringing Etienne back with Lawrence... From college, they could be very, they could be a dynamic duo together, and they could be unstoppable. Who knows? And also, Etienne is a very good running back. He's top three running back in the class. And yes, people say, "Oh, James Robinson, this, James Robinson, that." But James Robinson can't just have twenty carries a game because that'll just beat up on him. And it's better to have more depth in the backfield, especially when Urban Meyer's there, who was a great coach in college football. Tyson Campbell in the second round was a little bit surprised by this. I'm surprised they didn't go safety, even though they did end up taking Andre Sisco, which kind of made up for this because he fell. Walker Little was a good pick, but I don't think they needed to trade up for him. But I give him a B plus. The Chiefs, I also give the Chiefs a B plus. Nick Bolton in the second round, they didn't have a first round pick. They traded up a bit for him. Good pick. End of the second round, Creed Hunt. No, they didn't trade up. That was my bad. They did not trade up. That was the Ravens pick. Second, end of the second round, Creed Humphrey, their best pick in the draft by far. He fell to them. He's probably the best center. In, he's probably, he's regarded as the best center in the class. He's an instant starter, but and if there's an injury, he could always just plug and play. Now, I give him a B plus. Now onto the Chargers, I give him an A. They took Rashawn Slater first round. He fell to them. Asante Samuel Jr. in the second round, also good player. Josh Palmer. Don't really know much about him. He was taken in the third round. He seems like an up, like a bit of an upgrade on uh, Okay, he seems like a bit of an upgrade on Jalen Guyton. That's the name. Sorry about that. He seems like an upgrade on Jalen Guyton. A bit, but not amazing. I give him an A, cause, mainly because the Rasan Slater pick was just amazing that they got him to protect Justin Herbert, who will be their franchise quarterback, maybe for the next 10 years. Who knows? Now the Rams. C minus. Why did they take 2-2 Atwell? They just signed Deshaun Jackson. Van Jefferson going into his second year. They have Robert Woods. They have Cooper Cup. It doesn't make sense why they would take 2-2 Atwell. Ernest Jones. He's probably their best pick. Uh, in the and also take Ben Skowernick in the seventh round, and also Jacob Harris in the fourth round. Like why do why do the Rams draft three receivers when they have four receivers who are totally capable of playing? It doesn't make sense. C minus. Now the Raiders, I give the Raiders a B minus. Their first round pick and their second round pick. If they if Trevon Merrig went in the first round and Alex Leather went in the second round. Everyone would probably be fine with it, but because these picks were flipped, it just shows you that the Raiders, that the Raiders, I don't know how to say it. Okay. The Raiders drafted in a weird way to the world, although it might not have been to them. Devon Diablo is a good pick. They're probably going to play him at linebacker, but he's a safety. He's safety converting to linebacker. Who knows? It doesn't always go well. Now, I give him a B-. B-. Next, Miami Dolphins, A+. 
Jalen Waddell, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, and Liam Eikenberg, all great great picks. Jalen Waddell in the at six. I love Jalen Waddell. I wanted him to go to the Giants, but he didn't. Uh, Jalen Phillips, best edge rusher in the class if he stays healthy. Javon Holland, top two safety in the class. If, and Liam Eikenberg, great tackle. He's a good addition for their team. Also, Hunter Long is like another Adam Shaheen to have more tight tight end sets, but a a plus for the Dolphins. They drafted great, even though they had a lot of early picks. Still, they used them very well. Now the Minnesota Vikings, a plus as well. Christian Darrisaw falling to twenty three. Christian Darrisaw fell to them after trading back, which was amazing. He's a great player and he's a great left tackle. Kellen Mond, Kirk Cousins' contract expires in two years, I believe. So Kellen Mond, if 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 they can coach Kellen Mond up and he, and Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins can teach him how to, and he could Kirk Cousins can mentor him. Kellen Mond can end up being a very good starter. Chaz Surratt could help them an inside linebacker aside, alongside Eric Kendricks, but mainly because Christian Darislaw fell to them and they jumped on that. I love that pick. It was great, and the rest of the draft was pretty good. Kellen Mond in the third round, I thought was a great pick. Now, now onto the New England Patriots. I give him an A minus. Mac Jones fell to them. I love Mac Jones. A lot of people don't. I love Mac Jones, and he fits perfectly into that offense. He seems like it's weird to say that it's weird to compare someone to Tom Brady, but I'm going to. He he plays kind of like a Tom Brady with a little bit more mobility. He had great accuracy, but it's hard to say how that will transfer in the NFL because he doesn't have Devontae Smith the Jalen Waddell and John Mechie catching the ball from him. Christian Barmore, someone who could have gone in the, in the first round. He went to the Patriots. Patriots always load up on defense. The, the Patriots' defense is usually very good, and just adding more players to it could be very, is also helping them. Now in the fourth round, Ramondre Stevenson. He could... he Sony Michelle... They didn't take. They didn't pick up the fifth year option. He's not gonna. He's probably not gonna be on the team next year. Ramondre Stevenson is going. Is going to fight for the lead role in their backfield, and he could end up taking it and being very good at that. Okay, now onto the Saints. I give the Saints a C plus. Peyton Turner. Don't know much about him, but he seems. He seems okay. He seems like you need to develop him a little bit. He's. He's referred to as a, as Cameron Jordan like player and Cameron Jordan is a great player on the Saints. But yeah. Pete Werner another another player who's he's not the most athletic, he's not the most he's not the fastest, he's not the I wouldn't say no. But he's just a good football player. Paulson Adebo in the third round, great pick. I'm still surprised that they didn't take corner earlier and they didn't and also I'm surprised they didn't take receiver earlier than instead of taking one in the seventh round. But and also Ian Book in the fourth does not make any sense. Yes, I understand taking a quarterback, but why Ian Book? Why Ian Book? Now, the Giants, my favorite team. Canaries, Tony in the first... Okay, the Giants get an A-. minus. Canaries, Tony in the first round. At first, everyone was very iffy with the pick, but now... I mean, I like Canaries, Tony. He looks like he'd be very good, but the Giants really... It really depends on Daniel Jones. One reason I will I am bringing this draft grade down from an A or an A plus is because they didn't draft offensive line because of course Dave Gettleman felt comfortable with their offensive line. 
Aziz Ojolari in the second was a great pick. He fell because of injury concerns with his knee, but he's top, maybe a top three edge in the class, and he could fit right into the Giants' defense and be a very, very play, very good player from day one. Aaron Robinson will is going is going to most likely take the spot of Darnay Holmes as a slot corner, which will, in my opinion, give the Giants the best cornerback room in the NFL with. Now, Aaron Robinson, uh, you have Adoree Jackson and James Bradbury. Ellerson Smith, don't know much about him, but he seems like he's a good player. Gary Brightwell, maybe a, maybe a Wayne Gallman replacement or more of a special teams guy. But the Giants didn't address most of their needs. But what they did, what they did draft, a lot of them were a lot of these players were steals, and a lot of these players too, because Canarius Tony they traded back for him, and they got a first round pick next year in the process of a team that may not do well. Aziz Ojolari, they traded back and they still got him, which was also amazing because they get um, a fourth, a third round next year. Which the Giants loading up on draft picks for the future is a great thing to do, especially if Daniel Jones may not be the answer. Now onto the Jets, I give the Jets an A. The Jets drafted amazing. Zach Wilson, everyone knew it was happening. Elijah Vera Tucker, I did not see this coming, but the Jets did trade up to get Elijah Vera Tucker. He's a, he's a great guard. He can play day one, and he's really going to be good at protecting Zach Wilson alongside last year's pick, Mekhi Becton. Second round, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is an explosive wide receiver, which the Jets now, now with Jamison Crowder still on the team, Corey Davis, and... Yes, now Elijah Moore, that receiving core looks pretty scary. I, no, not necessarily pretty scary. It looks like he could be very good. Michael Carter in the fourth round. I really like Michael Carter. He was splitting carries with Javante Williams at UNC, but Michael Carter is still a great player. This is the running back, Michael Carter. The safety, Michael Carter, I do not know much about. Yeah, but still, the Jets did address a lot of their needs early on. And... It looks like a great draft for them. I give him an A. Now the Eagles. I'm mad. I'm mad at the Eagles for trading up because I'm a Giants fan. We would have had Devonte Smith, but Devonte Smith, great player, great draft pick. Jalen Hurts will now be playing with two first-round wide receivers on his team. If he can't produce, then who knows what's gonna happen next year? But still, Jalen Hurts now has another top receiver, or top or early draft pick receiver. When I'm, I'm talking about Jalen Rager because he was a first-rounder. But Devontae Smith, Heisman winner. He could be a huge impact player on the Eagles. It just depends how they use him and if Jalen Hurts develops in a way. Landon Dickerson. I wouldn't say he's the best center in the class, but he's, he's good. He's good. He's good. I will say he's good. Kenneth Gainwell, adding more depth to the running back room is fine. By the way, I give the Eagles a B, if I didn't say that. And overall, Eagles did, the Eagles did fine, but didn't take a quarter. I'm... They didn't take a later quarterback to compete with Jalen Hurts. They didn't take linebacker, which they needed, and some of their offensive line is getting older, and they didn't really address that, other than their center. Now onto the Steelers. I give the Steelers a C. I, I think Najee Harris is amazing. Najee Harris is so fun to watch, and he's a great player. However, the Steelers in the first round it seemed a bit unnecessary when when they're losing two or three of their offensive linemen, they're losing... They lost Alejandro Villanueva. Marquise Pouncey retired. And it doesn't make sense that they didn't take offensive line earlier in the first... And also going on to the second round. Pat Fryermuth, why? Why do you take him? You have Eric Ebron right now. 
Eric Ebron's not a Travis Kelsey. He's not a Darren Waller. He's not a George Kittle. But he'll get the job done. You don't need to take another tight end right now when there's offensive linemen still on the board like Creed Humphrey that you could take and that could instantly help your offensive line protect to protect Ben Roethlisberger for maybe his final season. Quincy Roche in the sixth round may have been was their steal of the draft. Quincy Roche is he could be a very good player from day one, but he still has he still has some to, some more to prove and that's it. C. Now Seattle Seahawks a B minus. They only had three picks. Dwayne Eskridge very he's he's a good receiver. He's very explosive, and if Russell Wilson can use him, if Russell Wilson can can keep his numbers up, and if Russell Wilson does not take as many sacks, Dwayne Eskridge could be a huge impact player for the Seahawks alongside DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. That's pretty much all I have to say about the Seahawks. That's why you might be minus, because they only have three picks. It's hard to say. Now, San Francisco 49ers, I give them an A-. minus. Trey Lance, I think I think Jimmy Garoppolo should play this season, but if, if Jimmy G gets hurt, which he very well could, because he has in the past, Trey Lance could take his spot and do very well with it. Nobody knows, but he could be very, he could be a very good impact quarterback, the most important position on the field right away. He still, he still seems like he needs some more coaching up, but he's a great runner and he has a very, very, very strong arm. He, he's someone who could, he's someone who's like a Josh Allen, a big guy who could throw far and who could run with power. Aaron Banks in the second round. It seemed like a, it seemed like a fine pick. Not nothing else to say. Um, another thing to really say why I gave him an A minus is because, also because Trey Sermon in the third round. A lot of people thought that saw this as why the Niners taking a running back when they have Mostert, when they have Jeff Wilson, when they have Wayne Gallman. But the way Kyle Shanahan uses his running backs and also because of injury history with it with those running backs, adding Trey Sermon can really boost that running back room even more than it already is. To, because that offense running the ball is one of the best teams in the league, maybe not, maybe even the best team. So Trey Sermon could very, 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 very much help that team. Next, I will be going on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I gave him a, I'm giving him a B. Tro Tryon was good. He was a good pick. Kyle Trask, I don't love him as much as some, I, don't, I like Kellen Mom more, I like Davis Mills more, but that's opinion. And also Kyle Trask behind Kyle Trask is a backup right now behind Tom Brady. Just to learn behind Tom Brady, it's always special to do that. That's why that's why Jimmy G, after learning from Tom Brady, was pretty good. But Joe Tryon, Joe Tryon could be a good player. They need they might need to coach him up a little bit, but he's good. But I just give him a B because their team is the same as last year. It doesn't it's hard to say what they really do need because they already have a lot. J, I mean Jalen Darden in the fourth round. He could end up. He could be a very good player for the future of this team. When if Chris Godwin doesn't resign, if Antonio Brown doesn't resign, because Scotty Miller is not a not a number two receiver. Jalen Darden may be able to do that, or he may just end up being another slot guy. Now the Tennessee Titans, I give him a B plus. Caleb Farley, he dropped because of injury concerns, but back when back when people were first doing mock drafts of this draft, Caleb Farley was going in the top ten with Patrick Sertan as. The top two corners in the draft. Caleb Farley, if he doesn't get hurt, he's a stud. Dylan Redunds is also a good tackle. He could he could very well help that team. He could also help block for Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. The one reason why I don't give him an A or higher is because they didn't they waited until the fourth round to take a receiver. Des Fitzpatrick, who 
because the they really need a receiver right now. The Titans, Titans with just AJ Brown, and I guess yes, you could say Josh Reynolds, but AJ Brown is going to have to carry a big workload this year, especially without Corey Davis, who had a great season last year. Now, finally, the Washington football team, I give him an A. The reason I don't give this an A-plus is because they didn't take a quarterback to be coached behind Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick, but maybe they might be planning to do that next year. But Jamin Davis is a good pick. Samuel Cosby felt like he dropped. Diami Brown, great pick. Great, great, great pick. That's all I can say. Yeah, they, they drafted very well. They drafted very well, but they didn't draft a quarterback to play behind Ryan Fitzpatrick and to learn from him. Those are my draft grades. I hope you liked them. If you didn't, I understand. It's my opinion. Anyways, thank you. Bye.